This is Open to Hope Radio, featuring Dr. Gloria Horsley and her daughter, Dr. Heidi Horsley, coming to you on behalf of the Open to Hope Foundation, dedicated to those who are looking for hope after loss. Now, here's Dr. Gloria. Welcome to the Open to Hope Show. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, with my co-host, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Well, Heidi, good morning. Morning, Mom. A July day in California, and we have another Californian on today uh, who is a therapist and also has written a great book and also is one of the authors for Open to Hope. And she has written a couple of articles, uh, one on regret and how to release it. We might want to talk a little bit about that today. And also on forgiveness. Uh, I'm excited to have her on the show today, Heidi. Yeah, me too. And I I think it's so interesting that she's a self-forgiveness coach and a self-acceptance coach. And the book she's written is called Conversations Conversations with Jerry and Other People I Thought Were Dead. And she also, Mom, received an Independent Publisher Book Award. So she should be really, really interesting, I think. Absolutely. And she's a finalist for a New Age Nonfiction Award, too. Uh, we're going to talk and to her. Go ahead. I was just going to say, and her name is Irene Kandig, since we haven't said her name yet. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry about that. <laughs> we're talking away about you, Irene, and we haven't said your name yet. Hi, Irene. Hi, it's great to be with the two of you. It's great to have you on the show today. Now, where are you located? I'm in Leesburg, Virginia, just outside Washington, D.C. Oh, I was thinking you were California. Well, you went to school in California. Used to be. I used to live in California 26 years, so you're you're on the mark. <laughs> oh, it must be yeah, my intuiting. <laughs> so yes. you, you went to UCLA, yeah, great school. Yeah, um, I was kind of interested in your background. You, you're an NLP practitioner. I remember uh, neuro-linguistics programming way back. We were talking a little bit about it before. It was very big, you know, what, 25 years ago or something. And, uh, and then alchemical hypnotherapist. Now, tell me about that. Are you still doing that? I do. Um, more than anything, I use the principles and concepts and experiential practices of spiritual psychology. Um, but yes, I incorporate alchemical hypnotherapy, and I use that to help uh, my clients to clear uh, things that have happened in the past, emotional uh, trauma, um, and it's a very tender way of transmuting uh, negative emotions into a connection with the divine. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a form of transmutation and transformation in the way we experience life. Uh, now, when you say alchemical, and what, what exactly do you do? Is it like alchemy? I'm- well, yeah, uh, alchemy is the transformation of lead into gold, into base metals into gold. But in, in hypnotherapy, in this particular form of hypnotherapy, what I do is that I, um, I use hypnotherapy and allow people to, you know, get into a very comfortable and relaxed state. And in that state, they're able to go back and experience things that might have been traumatic and really uh, re-experience them but without the trauma, really to transform that experience into something that is useful and to get the value out of it and to transform it into something that can be very beneficial. Mm-hmm. And, and so you're in the Washington, D.C. area then, right? Is that right, Leesburg? That's right. Uh, are you in private practice there? I am. So people could come and get and I work. Of I work mostly, I'll tell you, Gloria, I work mostly with people all over the country because I do a lot of the work that I do is over the phone, especially using the, the uh, concepts of spiritual psychology and the principles. So um, I do a lot of the work over the phone. Uh-huh. And how would people get in touch with you? 
Well, they can go to my website, which is uh, www.conversationswithjerry.com, and see if we're a good match for one another and see if I can be of service. Mm -hmm. And they can also call me. I'll give you a phone number as well. That's um, 571-271-7989. Okay, so uh, that's quite an offer there you've got to call or to go to the website. Now, we were talking about a little earlier about some of the the techniques that you do use, and we were talking a little bit before we get to uh, your book, because there are some things that I want to talk to you about your book and and your conversations with uh, different people. Uh, who, as you said in the, the uh, topic of it, you thought we thought we're dead. Um, I want to talk. Yes. That's going to be important for our audience. But I also wanted to give people a little something that uh, they might be able to do. Also, which we were talking about emotional freedom therapy, and Heidi and I were t- uh, with you, and you were t- saying that you used a lot of this. Can uh, we've had a show about that? But can you talk a little bit about it? We call it tapping, right? Yes, and it's a very simple process, really. A man by the name of Gary Craig uh, made it available to everyone and, in fact, offered a free and still offers a free download on the Internet. If you Google emotional freedom therapy, uh, you can get a lot of, see a lot of videos and download a free manual, as a matter of fact. What I love about Gary Craig is that he didn't charge anything for this. Um, and, And basically what it is, Gloria, it's tapping uh, just using your finger to tap certain points, certain uh, acupuncture points on your face and neck and, you know, your hand. And people have been able to release um, uh, just incredible trauma. People returning from uh, the war have been able to really uh, uh, move, who, who were struggling with PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, for extended period of time, were able to release uh, the traumas that they had experienced. And so Gary Craig showed that you could use this for just about everything. I mean, it's amazing. You can use it for releasing trauma, for letting go of, of um, behaviors, uh, cigarette smoking, and things like that. It's it's an it's an amazing technology. And maybe remembering, and yeah, maybe remembering some events that are especially around a loss that are particularly difficult for you. So that might be a, a great thing to do. Now, tell us your self forgiveness coach. Talk to us a little bit about that. Well, I I graduated from the University of Santa Monica in spiritual psychology, and before I went to the university, my life was good. It, you know, I was. I was a happy person, but when I finished that my degree, I I was able to actually maintain a state of ongoing joy and gratitude in life, which amazes me because um, it's it's really an extraordinary way to go through life. And what I discovered in the program was that what was causing me to suffer was judgment. So when I would judge myself as inadequate or not worthy, or I would judge my neighbor as selfish, or I would judge my mother as not being a good enough mother, not having done it right, you know, I hadn't turned out right because it was my mother's fault, things like that. Judgment caused me to suffer. And so what I learned over a two-year period is how to deal with judgment when it comes up so that I can release it with grace and ease and move on and continue being in a state of joy. 
because that's really how I want to live life. I want to live with gratitude and joy every moment, and I don't want to miss a moment. I mean, I really want to drink it all in. So this technology, these techniques, these experiential practices allow me to do that. And what I do basically when I notice that I've judged someone is I realize first and foremost that usually what I'm judging in someone else lives inside of me. Uh, we wouldn't recognize it if we didn't do it, would we? Or yeah, didn't know exactly. it. Exactly right. And so the first thing I do is I recognize, oh, if I'm seeing it in somebody else, it's probably inside of me, and I look for it inside of myself. And then when I find it, I just kind of, I just embrace it. You know, it, you know, this journey on life, if of life, is really about embracing ourselves the way we are and loving ourselves. And, and so, Irene, I want to stop you. Just, yeah, I want to ask you a question about the releasing of judgment. What I see in my practice is that most of my clients are hardest on themselves. And they tell exactly. themselves things they would never, ever tell anyone else. They give right. themselves a kick in the back. I mean, it's, it's horrible, the, the stuff they're telling themselves. So what you're saying is when they tell their, themselves negative, they should just look at it and then release it, kind of honor it and then here's release how you it? Really, or? Well, here's how I release it, Gloria, and here's how we, we, we do it in spiritual psychology. Basically, what I do is I, I like to put my hand on my heart simply because it reminds me to get into my heart. And what I do is mm-hmm. I say to myself, I forgive myself for judging myself as blank, whatever the blank is. I forgive myself for judging myself as not good enough. And, you know, it, it starts off in your head, but you want to get down into your heart. And you know when you're experiencing self-forgiveness because it feels like you're being washed clean. And you just mm-hmm. feel renewed. I mean, it's a very, you feel it in your body. It isn't in your head. You feel it in your body. So, for example, I forgive myself for judging myself as selfish. And then what I do is I replace it after I've gone through my forgiveness. And I do this every night before I go to sleep. I look through the course of my day and I go, you know, what judgments did I have? What do I need to release? And then I forgive myself before I go to sleep. And then I take on new beliefs to replace the old ones that are more appropriate to who I am today. So, you know, these, these are old patterns that we grow up with, thinking we're inadequate or not good enough or unworthy. These are things we grow up with. And they, we've been telling ourselves these things for so long, we believe them, but they're not true. Because who we are in our essence is joy and love. That's really who we are at our essence. And so I would replace, for example, when I forgive myself for judging myself as selfish, I would replace that, for example, with the truth is I'm doing the best I can in every moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is such a great thought. Mom, I like that for for our, our people that are grieving. The truth is we're doing the best we can in every moment because there's so much judgment around okay, why have I not done anything today? Why have I been in bed all day? Why do I still have yeah. my robe on at 3 o'clock? Oh. And grief is a lot of work. You're doing the work of grief. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the best you could for the day. Well, and, before we get... And, uh, you know, yeah. and you know, the other thing I just want to say, Gloria, is really, you know, when you're grieving, that is the time to really, really be gentle with yourself. That's the time when you really want to release judgment because you deserve to be 
you deserve to be tender with yourself. It's a time for being tender with yourself. Absolutely. And we may do some really weird things. And sometimes you just have to forgive the weird things. You may strike out at you somebody do. or get angry or whatever, and, and you just have and to. And just remember, we're all doing the best we know how to do in the moment. Yep. Well, talk a little bit about your book now that, that uh, you wrote on um, Conversations with Jerry. And it's five different people who passed on. And you, uh, t well, tell us what you do. Well, I had an experience um, in the second year of my program at, at the University of Santa Monica. I met a woman, um, not in the program, but I, I, a friend of mine introduced me to a woman and said that she had this gift of being able to, she had psychic abilities. And so she invited me to call this woman and do a, a session with her. And um, I did. And I, as a result, the experience was so powerful for me that I spent the next year doing one hour, one hour session with her every day where I would ask questions of seven loved ones who died and she would, as a medium, provide the answers. And there was a lot of wisdom and a lot of love and a lot of, um, Humor. I mean, there's. Uh, it's a very rich. There are very rich conversations about life. Now, I I found the one. Tell tell you the truth. Most intriguing was uh, with your mother. Yes, she's a character, <laughs> <laughs> and those conversations are very personal. They certainly are. You let yourself become very vulnerable in those conversations. Also. I did. I did. They're my. I, they're they're certainly the ones that are nearest and dearest to my heart. Um, because my mother tells me in those conversations that we choose our parents as much for their, before we're born, on a soul level, that we choose our parents as much for their consciousness as for their unconsciousness, and that we take on the wounds of our parents, the way our parents are wounded, that we inherit, and it's our job, our responsibility, to heal those within ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so it was a really wonderful uh, series of conversations with her. Mm -hmm. And she gave you uh, some support through you're telling her some of the things that had happened in your life. Absolutely, yes. I experienced uh, when I was in my 20s, I was raped um, uh, with a shotgun to my head. And uh, I, through forgiveness, as a matter of fact, transformed that experience to where there was hardly a scar left as a result. You know, I think that everything that happens to us, I, how I look at life is that everything that happens can be for our highest good if we're willing to embrace it. There's everything provides, everything provides a gift for us. We just have to be willing to look for it. And sometimes, you know, when we're grieving deeply, for example, you know, it allows us to reach levels of compassion and it sometimes allows us to call out for God and to connect more deeply with our own inner wisdom. Uh, so everything, I don't care how it looks, even rape, being raped with a shotgun to my head, everything can be used for our highest good, Gloria. That's and pretty, that's what's amazing to me. That is an amazing thought, isn't it, Heidi? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. And you can kind of do a reframe on things that happen so that they don't hold Absolutely. you hostage for the rest of your life and destroy your life and kind of tear you up from the inside out. Exactly. Now, Irene, Again, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. Go ahead. Go I was ahead. just thinking when I was uh, reading the book, it, um, it seems so um, 
the experience you had in talking to your mother through uh, this uh, medium, is there any way you can just do it as a person there with an empty chair or ride it? Or I mean, it just seemed a lot of healing things went on there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't have that particular gift. Um, I'm sure uh, we can all develop it. But I'm a, my gift is as a writer, for example. So I, I take advantage of the gifts that I came in with, and writing is one of them. And she had her gift. We were able to come together in a partnership and, and use the best of both. And I've had very profound experiences with connecting with loved ones who have transitioned, as we all have on some level. You know, we sense them. We, you know, sometimes hear them. We sometimes can, you know, feel like we're getting messages from them because they're ever-present. I mean, we don't die. We, we just transform. And that's basically, what, what would be the message of your book, would you say? I think the message of the book is that there is no such thing as death. There is a transformation. And we can live every moment um, in a state of, of love and joy and gratitude if we so choose. And um, that everything, that this is a beneficent universe and everything is for our highest good if we will but look. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's a, a great um, place to end the show on today that if we will bet luck thank you so much for being on the show today and and good luck thank with your you book thank you so much for having me it's a very interesting book and uh you can go to where, where would our folks get your book they can get it on amazon and and there's another book called conversations with jerry that's not my book mine is conversations with jerry and other people i thought were dead it's on um, amazon online also barnes and noble online and at conversationswithjerry.com. Well, thank you so much for being on. And we're thank gonna... you so much. Thanks, Heidi. Thanks, Irene. And we're gonna Bye-bye. L- we're going to look forward to uh, some more of your writing for the Open to Hope Foundation, too. And I'd suggest you go online and, and look her up and read about uh, regrets, how to release it, and uh, forgiveness. Well, Heidi, that was a, a very interesting show today. Um, I love uh, Irene has so much wisdom in and of herself, don't you think? Absolutely, and I love the fact that she helps people to, to forgive themselves and has a lot of self-acceptance and forgiveness. I think it is so powerful. I mean, you know, you can really destroy your life if you hold on to rage and anger. So I love that, that message as well. Absolutely. Sometimes our folks say, I'm never going to forgive. I'm going to keep my rage and anger. And, and we say, you know, you have a right to do that, but it can really pay a toll on your health, can it, Hyde? Absolutely. It can, it can wreak havoc on your health and on other relationships. And if it doesn't, Great, that's wonderful, but if it does, then you need to make a shift in your life and, and make a change. As we say, you know, we named uh, our foundation Open to Hope because we're asking you to open to the idea of hope. And again, on uh, not forgiving, I always say to people, well, consider, you know, take a look at both sides. You know, what does it do for you to hold on to it? And what does it, you know, would it do for you if you don't hold on to it? So take a look at those stories that you're carrying around in your head, right, Hyde? I agree with that, Mom. <laughs> well, thanks for listening to the Open to Hope show. Uh, don't forget that we'll be posting a new show at 9 o'clock Pacific Time on Thursday and at 12 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on our website. And also, if you'd like to comment on the show, we would love you to have, come on Facebook, Open to Hope Facebook, where you can make comments on the show. And also tell us about shows that you'd like to hear and just say hello. Thanks for listening. Yes, yeah, please join our Facebook page. That's my final thing today. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Uh, tune in again next week. You've been listening to Open to Hope Radio, hosted by Drs. Gloria and Heidi Horsley. 
Like today's edition, all of our past programs are available on demand at opentohope.com, along with helpful articles, videos, resources, and links to help get you through the toughest time of your life. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and sign up for our monthly newsletter. Again, that's opentohope.com. Check it out today. Then be sure to stop by next Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time when we'll be posting another edition of Open to Hope Radio. Remember, others have been where you are. They made it through, and you can too, as long as you're open to hope.